Today's episode is brought to you by Olive Branch Bookkeeping. Do you have a pulse on where your finances stand in your business? If you're not tracking your income and expenses, how do you know when to make decisions in your business that are critical to your profitability? Olive Branch Bookkeeping is here to help you take charge of your business and financial future. Click on the link in the show notes to get in touch with them today. All right, welcome back everyone to another episode of the Wealthy Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, co-host Carrie mm-hmm. Briner. And today we're going to be discussing habits for success. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to remind you guys that we have our Facebook group, The Wealthy Entrepreneur. Uh, it's a group that supports realtors, entrepreneurs, and business owners. And it's a community that really connects all of our podcast conversations. Everything we're discussing here, we're trying to connect with you in the group. And uh, you know, building wealth as a business owner is much more than just making money. And we'd like you to connect with like-minded people and gain insights from other business owners. So make sure you check out the link in the show notes or reach out to us on Facebook and then look it up as The Wealthy Entrepreneur. Um, Okay, so today, habits for success. Um, So whether we consciously know it or not, we all create habits or routines in our lives. Everything, Everything we do. And a lot of times we don't even realize that it's something, but it could be as simple as how you get up in the morning and brush your teeth and take a shower and you usually do things in a certain Mm -hmm. order, right? Um, But have you ever asked yourself if your habits are pushing you forward to grow as a person and a business owner or are they holding you back? And I've got a lot myself that have pushed me forward and I have a lot that I'm Mm -hmm. still working on that are holding me back. Yeah. Um, And this... What I'm going to discuss today may look different for everybody listening. I'm just going to share with you guys what I've done and what seems to work for me or things I've recognized. So for me, I early on, I started getting up. Well, I shouldn't say early on. Probably in the last seven to eight years, mm. I started getting up really early and working out. For me, doing this every single day primes my day. I just feel like the days that I don't get up and I work out, I have no energy my mindset's foggy. I just, I don't operate at the same level. I'm pretty grumpy, actually, when I don't get up and do those things. And this all stemmed for me from, like, a lot of people who know me know years and years ago, long time before I had a business or anything, I had a problem with drugs when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I had all these bad habits of, I used to smoke cigarettes and drink a lot and do all this bad stuff. And when I started getting rid of all of that stuff in my life, I was replacing it with better habits. Mm. And that really pulled me out of it in a completely different direction. Um, That brings me to something, you know, you can't actually, you can't actually get rid of a habit. You replace it. You have to replace it. So the problem is people replace a bad with another bad because they don't realize they're doing it. Like I'll have people that were, that'll be like, I stopped smoking, but now I chew or (laughs) whatever. Right. Or they vape. It's yeah. like, no, it's still bad for it's you. It's still bad. When I quit smoking cigarettes, that was the hardest thing mm-hmm. out of all the other stuff that went on when I was younger. That's the hardest thing for me to, to have do. gotten rid of. Wow. And it's been seven years now since I quit smoking. But the moment I quit smoking was the moment that I started eating healthy and going to the gym. Wow. And I don't remember. I just got to the point where I was tired of being, feeling sick and just, I mean, mm-hmm. To the point where you couldn't even walk. Down, I couldn't walk down a hallway or, and without like you could just feel it. Just winded. It's just weighing on you all the time. Yeah. yeah. And then every time I'd get sick, it would be bronchitis, pneumonia. It would just go to my lungs. And um, so, yeah. As soon as I got rid of that habit, I replaced it 
with a good one. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I even realized I was doing that, but yeah. I, I did. I was just changing my lifestyle, but I just swapped the two. Mm -hmm. um, something else that I started doing is I read and listen, read or listen to books that help me increase my knowledge around certain subjects. So I used to talk, uh, some of this sounds cliche because you see here all these people and mm -hmm. influencers online, they're like, oh, I, I go to the gym, I do my ice bath, <laughs> I read these books, you know, I do all these things. Like, you don't have to do it. But for me, it's giving me information. It's it's helping me just increase what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm always working on those things. Um, so I used to try and read or listen to a lot of different books, but I found myself just consuming and not implementing. So mm -hmm. now, lately, I've found that I'm trying to go back and reread. Mm -hmm. When I say read, a lot of times it's listening. Yeah. I like to incorporate it when I'm at the gym or on the treadmill or whatever. So I'm trying to reread books and actually pull out actionable steps that I can use. Mm -hmm. I think that's why the actionable steps part of our podcast is so important to me is yes, I don't want to just keep putting or consuming information. I want to actually use it and implement mm -hmm. it. Yep. Um, Real quick question about that. Yeah. Just a question of how you do this. Because I used to do a lot of audibles when I'm mm -hmm. when I was working out or driving or whatever. And then when I did the 75 hard action to read, so now I've it's switched a little bit, but I can see myself going back probably to listening to audibles again. Um, how do you stop and take a note or remind yourself? Like I would like stop the, the audible and like talk to text or something, but is there any like technology? Cause you're the tech guy. <laughs> I, I actually use just, it's a notepad app. Okay. So I don't have, I don't even like talk to text. It's funny. Cause you're always telling me I'm like the tech guy. <laughs> I don't use talk to text. Okay. It messes it with drives me nuts, but it's just it, what I do. <laughs> yeah. So I, but I do, Traditionally, I'm listening to books while I'm on the treadmill. Okay. If I'm lifting weights, it is a little bit harder because I'm not as focused on yeah. what's being said. Yep. Um, so there's certain times when I'm listening to books. And so if I'm on the treadmill, it's easy for me as I'm listening, I hear notes. And yep. it happens all the time. I've got a list of different notes. I'll just open up my note, yep. notepad app and I write down whatever I need to write. Perfect. Um, and then the next one is planning my day. So mm -hmm. the times when I have felt like I'm the most successful or most on point in my day-to-day -day actions is when I actually prepared for the following day. Mm -hmm. When I knew, I live out of my calendar already, but like when I knew like step-by-step step the things I needed to get done, mm -hmm. I just come in and I know I just need to start knocking them out. When I don't do that and I show up and I'm just kind of floating through the day figuring out mm -hmm. what I need to do, I mean, I, I don't feel accomplished. I feel like I leave and I'm mm -hmm. like, oh cool, I just wasted 10 hours today and I don't even, I got a couple things done, but how much more could I have gotten done? Mm -hmm. Um, writing my goals down and reviewing them every day. So again, some of these things I haven't been as great with lately and I'm mm -hmm. trying to implement them back in or maybe in a little bit different version of what I used to do. Mm -hmm. But I typically used to write down my goals every single morning and I would go through and I'd keep them in front of me all day. So mm -hmm. I had a notebook that I used. Um, and then I would review all my six, I'd write down my successes at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, the goal for that is that if you're, having a really bad day, you can still pull something positive yeah. out of it. Um, I tend to fall into a negative mindset easily when things aren't going well. So mm -hmm. that one helps me a lot. Yeah. I heard something one time that was really interesting and I don't know if I ever implemented it, but it's reminding me. And so it would be good for me to implement it is that you set an intention. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the idea of your goals, but you look at your intention for the day and you write it in, in, in uh, present tense as if it's already happened. Yeah. And that people were like texting it to their significant other and themselves or texting it to their coach and themselves. And they did it every single day. So 
Um, you know, the intention might be, I had a great lunch with my son today. We had a great conversation. I had a great date night with my spouse tonight, you know? And so it's like writing it down, but it was like what you knew was coming that day. And so that you went into your day with like an intentionality of these are the things that are going to go well and I am going to accomplish. And then you shared it with somebody else. So it was kind of an accountability, but, um, people who had gotten into a habit of doing that on a daily basis, I had a really good listing appointment today and I got the listing, like whatever I I made my calls and I set two appointments. Like people were like, Holy cow, things were actually happening. Yeah, so I do write my goals that way, but yeah. I don't I don't share them. I've never been <laughs> like it's just You're not going to send that to your wife. <laughs> it's just never been something that I made yeah. it a habit. Um yeah. and if I did just randomly do it, she'd, <laughs> she'd probably be like, be like what? <laughs> what are you like what does this mean? <laughs> but um so the the goal thing in the morning mm-hmm. and reading that, keeping it in front of you throughout the day yeah. and then writing your successes. It's kind of for me it's a pair. It's like you're priming your morning of like your you're reviewing what you, the bigger picture is so that you yeah. know if you're falling off task, are mm-hmm. you really reaching for your goals? Yeah. At the end of the day, because we all know that days can turn on us mm-hmm. very quickly. Um, and so even if you have a completely messed up day, if you're able, there's going to be something positive or you could look at the bad experience as an opportunity and you can mm-hmm. flip that what around. What did I and, learn? Yeah. Yep, and keep you in a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, eating healthy. So for me, there's a lot of things like it's very easy to go to get fast food. Mm-hmm. I'll admit I, had, I went and got fast food today. Oh, my gosh. I want fast food. <laughs> so, I've been on 75 hard and literally I'm like, no, Carrie, you're not going to fall off the wagon just because it's over does not mean you go get a cheeseburger. But that's what I want. Yeah. So <laughs> but eating healthy. I mean, the majority of the yes. time, I would say probably 95 percent of the mm-hmm. time we're, we're meal prepping, we're eating healthy. Yep. And yeah, there's days you fall off. But if you're consistently you know, as we're talking about this as, as for habits, if you're yeah. consistently going and getting fast food or saying, I don't have enough time mm-hmm. to make food, well, you need to figure out how to make food or implement it, you know, eating healthy. Because yeah. if you don't, well, now your health is going to go down the toilet. Yeah. And it and it literally, your health, your stomach is your second brain. Yeah. That's a whole episode we should do. Your, your stomach is your second brain. So if you are not eating well and then you get like imbalances and sugar can cause mm-hmm. problems and all these things... It literally causes and manifests a ton of mental illness. Well, sugars, processed foods. I mean, I even wrote dyes. down here, cut out the processed foods, dyes. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that's wreaking havoc on your body, whether you know it or not, it's going to. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it is funny that a lot of people don't think of it, but I've heard that it's the second it brain. I've read a body. whole book about this. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. And how, and then there's things, we'll, we'll have topics down the road because I have a friend of mine who uh, is a, um, I don't know if she's like technically a doctor, but yeah. but um, there's tests you can do to see how the processes in your body are breaking down certain proteins. And foods. if you're eating foods that are messing you up, it's going to show up. Yeah, There's cycles in your body and how chemicals are produced. So yeah. I don't want to get Stress too Stress and then, yeah. yeah. But mental illness is literally linked to a stomach, to yeah. your stomach, which is crazy. Yeah. So um, sleep. So yeah. lack of sleep really causes me to have brain fog and not be yeah. as productive. So making sure that you're getting enough sleep. Yep. And then, so th- those are the key areas that I focus on for good habits. Yep. But examples of poor habits, I, I kind of put a list down because I think a lot of people might listen to mine and not really think, okay, well, that's, yeah. you know, that's for you. But uh, one of the big ones, one of the big poor habits I have that I wrote down was waking up and checking my phone. So whether it's social <laughs> media, email. Mm-hmm. I am working on stopping it and I've gotten, I go through phases. Sometimes yeah. I'll get really good at like, just don't look at my phone. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's times where I wake up and immediately I'm opening Facebook or mm -hmm. Instagram or LinkedIn. And now I'm controlling everyone else's. We all know all the bullshit that's on mm -hmm. Facebook and everything that's going on, everybody fighting with each other. Now you're allowing that to creep into your morning. And, and your whole day. And your whole day. Mm -hmm. And sometimes because these apps are designed to keep you there mm -hmm. and keep you trapped, you end up realizing that, oh, shoot, I just lost a half hour or an hour this morning because I was watching reels or something yeah, stupid. Yeah, and then you're like, I didn't get enough done today. Well, I started an hour and a half later than I wanted to. <laughs> or you don't make it to the, or either you're late to the gym or don't mm -hmm. make it to the gym. And now you, you just, you start throwing your, your cycle off. So yeah. uh, some other poor habits, this is just a list, but mm -hmm. procrastination, uh, delaying important tasks that can lead to missed opportunities and just decreased productivity. That is a habit. That's mm -hmm. what most people do not know. Procrastination is a habit. They think it's like a behavioral type. It's not. It's actually a habit. Right. So is when getting into about, action. When we talk about behavioral types, though, like we can all choose to act differently. <laughs> yes. So it's... It There's tendencies, but it doesn't mean you have to be that way forever. Right. Kind of yeah. like our last episode with scarcity. I mean, you're just mm -hmm. allowing yourself to be like, oh, this is just how I am. I just am a procrastinator. <laughs> right. Uh, lack of delegation. Mm -hmm. So some business owners have difficulty delegating tasks, responsibilities to others, which can lead to burnout and micromanaging. Mm -hmm. um, poor time management. You know, failing to prioritize tasks and manage time effectively. Overworking. Yes. So if you have a habit of overworking... Uh, you know, while dedication, hard work are important, overworking can lead to burnout and decreased productivity. I I was trying to find, I didn't have enough time to prepare. I shouldn't say I didn't have enough time. I didn't give myself enough time to prepare for this one, but there's studies that do show that people who work over a certain amount, mm -hmm. amount of hours per week are actually not being as productive as some people who are being yeah. intentional in shorter periods of time. Yeah. There's actually the whole philosophy around that you should only work four days a week because if you did, you'd actually get more accomplished than if you work five. Um, so there's been whole philosophies and there's whole cultures and companies that just have stopped working on Fridays and have found that they've actually been more productive because people will kind of come from a place of that vacation mode. Like, I have to get it done. I only have four days to get it done. And so it actually perpetuates like more focus and intentionality and they're excited because they get to take an extra day off. Therefore, they will actually make themselves be more focused and get more tasks done so that is a true thing and i agree but at the same time i think our, our government's pushing for this four-day work week mm -hmm. and i i think when it comes to the masses of people there's a lot of times where they'll just get into the four-day work week and it'll just be they'll actually get less done yeah yeah but, you have to probably be more of a driven person yeah. or an entrepreneur to like take that because you know you have to do certain things in order to survive and thrive in your business right. and if you shorten the amount of time you just have to get more done in certain days and it does create some create some increased intentionality and purpose that's really what we lack is we lack um purpose and intentionality in our moments because we will always fill the time allotted yep. so if we give ourselves 10 hours we're going to do whatever we have to do in 10 hours and if we give ourselves five we'd actually probably still get it all done in five so there is a little bit to that but you're right some people would just sit and kind of milk the hours whether it was for four or five days yeah and the the time you allow or, or how you, mm -hmm. however you put that, you feel the time that you allow or mm -hmm. that you allot. Meetings are, yeah. meetings are my pet peeve. Like I, <laughs> I want to have high level meetings where I'm just in and out and I'm done. Mm -hmm. And there's so many times where I walk in and somebody wants to meet for an hour or yeah. whatever it is. And then it's like, this is a 15 minute meeting. Mm -hmm. And you sit there for 45 mm -hmm. minutes and just kind of BS yeah. around it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, for us, even yeah. like I used to spend way more time recording my podcast. Mm -hmm. Now they used to be longer. Yeah. But you and I have set a time block every week and we just squeeze a lot more into a shorter periods of time. Yeah, because we know we have to. Yep. Yep. 
Um, so resistance to change, mm -hmm. being resistant, uh, resistant to change and unwilling to adapt to new trends or technologies can hinder your business and success. Uh, micromanagement, failure co to communicate effectively, lack of focus, uh, neglecting self-care. Mm -hmm. So those are just like some examples of poor habits. Some actionable steps that I had um, for you guys is start paying attention to the things that you tend to do habitually. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, it could be as simple as your wake up, your morning routine. Mm -hmm. So if you roll out of bed and you immediately grab your phone like I have been lately, put it down. Like we should be working on what, what could we do to fix some of those? Mm -hmm. um, what do we need to replace it with? Yeah. For me, it's just replacing it with putting my keys in my hand and walking out the door. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the keys need to be on the bedside, not the phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, evaluate the things that you know are causing distraction or friction in your life and just pick one to change. Mm -hmm. You mentioned this on the last podcast. I think um, for a lot of people, especially if you're uh, ambitious, you want mm -hmm. to just get it all done. Mm -hmm. You want to fix all of it at once. Mm -hmm. The problem is if you take on too many things at one time, you're going to be effective in none of them. Yes. And so picking one and then just working on that. Work on flipping the bad habit, whatever it is, into something that serves you and do it consistently for at least 90 days until it is just naturally a part of your day um, and just a new habit. Yeah, and um, then look, it's seven years later and you still have that same habit Yeah, that you replaced a bad one with. Yeah, and I think the 90-day thing, there's a study. It's like 60 to 90 days mm -hmm. to replace to, to replace a habit with a good habit. Yeah. I think they said the study was like, it was like 66 days, but a lot of people believe it's a little bit longer than that. And I don't know if it's the same for every person. Um, you know, I Probably think the average is 66 mm -hmm. days, but if you give yourself 90 days of consistent, now I'm, I'm talking about consistently doing it, not doing it like, oh, I did it last <laughs> week and now I showed up and I went to the gym this next week and maybe, yeah. maybe at the end of the next week I'll go to the gym. Like that doesn't work. No being consistent about it. Yeah. Um, oh, and there is something about consistent habits, right? You can skip a day and still be in a habit forming situation. But if you skip two, you're no longer. Mm -hmm. So people that beat themselves up because like they say they're going to do something consistently and they miss a day and they're like, oh my gosh, I suck. I've lost my whole habit. That's not true. You haven't lost your habit yet, but you have to commit to yourself that you will not skip two days. Right. You will get back to it the next day. But, and then you can just let it go and quit beating yourself up that you skipped one because you're human and you're going to skip one. Like, whatever. Um, but I see a lot of people self-sabotage because once they skip one, then they give themselves permission to just drop it all together because they've just ruined it. Not true. I used to um, – I didn't used to do that, but I used to beat myself up because if I didn't go lift weights every day mm -hmm. where I thought I had to go lift weights seven days a week and I was exhausted I still bet. pushing myself – uh, so now what I do is like, I will, I alternate. So mm -hmm. there's days where I go lift weights and then there's days where if I know my body needs a little bit of a break, mm -hmm. I'll do cardio on a treadmill yeah. or I'll do, you know, bike, but I am replacing it still. And I'm consistent. I'm still, you're still moving your body. I'm still getting my heart rate up. Mm -hmm. And I, and the days I just don't do it at all. Mm -hmm. Like even my days off, I still try to get on the treadmill. Yeah. So it's not like I give myself, there are times when I don't go to the gym or don't go mm -hmm. on the treadmill, but I still have the intention of replacing if i'm not going to lift weights then i'm going to get on a treadmill even if it's for 20 minutes yep. or 30 minutes. anything that's the other thing is that you don't always have to have it be the exact thing every single day for it to be successful if you just committed that there would be no day you wouldn't move your body that could look like a walk around the block for 20 minutes one day if that's how you felt if you weren't feeling 100 mm -hmm. percent, but you would still be showing up for your health every day and you would still have some consistent action the consistent action and belief system is i am not a sedentary person and i need to move my body every day in some way shape or form 
it, and for me, it's it's less of a physical thing and more of a mental thing. Yeah. It gives me more clarity and just sets up my day. And stress relief. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then that that's pretty much it. But I have a worksheet to help you guys track your progress if you're interested in doing something like this. Or maybe if you need a little bit of um, accountability, we'd love to help. So reach out to me on social media or send us a link in the show notes. I'm sorry. Send us a message in the show notes mm-hmm. and I'll send you a copy of that. Awesome. And if you need some extreme <laughs> habit forming, try the 75 hard. We just finished it. Yeah, you today. Fin- the first phase. Or yesterday, How yeah. many phases are there? I'm not doing the first phase. It just showed up that way. I'm not into doing the five-minute cold shower. I'm just going to be honest. I just don't have any desire Wait, for isn't that. the first phase what you guys just did? No, it's like the 75 hard, and then it's phase one is next if you want to continue for 30 more days. And so you do everything that you just did, which would be just fine, except for then you add a five-minute cold shower, which I literally just have absolutely zero desire to do. Five minutes? Like if you said one minute, I'd probably try it. I know for a fact that there is zero desire in my life to do a five minute cold shower right now. Now that could be a limiting belief. I just am not there yet. And so I'm not doing that. Um, but it's interesting though, because we were really off of a lot of our habits and just going extreme like that for some people it works and some people it doesn't, I wouldn't probably be able to do it on my own, but because I did it with somebody, it really helped me. And I literally feel now at 76 days, I woke up today and didn't even really think about it. And I've done almost exactly the same thing that I've done for the last 75 days. And I really have no intention to, to, to stop unless, you know, I have a little bit more flexibility now because I'm not like committed mm-hmm. to something with, a, with a, somebody that I'm not going to screw up. But at the same time, like, I don't know why I would stop doing any of those things. Like, what's kind of the point now that you've created a habit? Right. So. Um, yeah, I know some people who've done the whole... There's like, yeah, that whole series. There's a whole series. I don't even know everything that goes along with it. But my point, or what I was going to bring up to you about the cold showers, <laughs> yeah. I am not a cold shower person either. Uh, but I ha- And lately it seems like there's a lot... There's a big fad mm-hmm. around the ice baths, ice baths and all this yeah. stuff. But I have been following some of the information mm-hmm. around some of it. And there is... Um, there was a really good Joe Rogan episode with... I think his name's Andrew Huberman. He's a scientist. Mm-hmm. And he's discussing the benefits of mm-hmm. the ice bath. Now, not just a cold shower, but actual ice bath. Yeah. Most people are deficient in dopamine, mm-hmm. which decreases serotonin and all the levels that causes depression and all right. these, you know, Anxieties, mental things. Yep. yep. They're now showing links to people who are doing the ice bath. Mm-hmm. And it's ice and sauna. There's like an alternating method. Yep. But it's increasing dopamine levels for people mm-hmm. at a, an extreme amount. Like oh, it's cool. bringing levels up, mm-hmm. natural levels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there could be some huge health benefits. I just. <laughs> I'm not there yet. Yeah. Uh, there could be. I've been There's a big some... baby about it. <laughs> Me too. I, I'm cold all the time. I don't want to force myself to be more cold. But, you know, there are some benefits. And so Chris has done a cold shower thing before. There are some like anti-aging and some, it, it increases your immunity. And there's definitely some things. There's also some really great things with infrared saunas. And that's kind of that, that I like the infrared sauna. So if that mm-hmm. phase one was like, you have to go spend five minutes in an infrared sauna every day, I'd be like, okay, I can do that. Maybe when I'm living <laughs> in a warmer climate, I'll do an ice bath. That's what I think. Maybe in the summer I'd try it, but right now. There are people though. There's plenty of people up here that are going during the winter into the I lake know. and it's like 30 something They degrees. do it in our bay. It's insanity. Yeah. 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 Uh, kudos to them. <laughs> we sound like big babies now talking <laughs> we, about ice baths. <laughs> we are. But hopefully this helps you guys. I just wanted to share some of the habits that I have had things that um you know when i have been operating at, at uh for me at, at my best yeah. it's when i'm following these things yeah. and when i'm not it shows up yep and i think there's a lot of us we could just change even one habit to just push us forward it'll it'll do you good it'll it'll be the first domino yep great topic 
So if you guys have any other suggestions on topics you'd like to hear us cover or have any um, thoughts around this show, be sure to reach out to us on our Facebook group, The Wealthy Entrepreneur, and subscribe to our show. Thanks, guys. See ya.